Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast and the Snowflake Village Christmas special. It's year number two, and we're so excited to partner with Snowflake Village. Their mission is to serve the community by giving back to local area nonprofits, community organizations, and those in need. And so they've created a unique Christmas tree experience that is unlike any other. And so when you purchase a tree from them online or at the the actual Snowflake Village, you you, you choose the, the nonprofit or the charity of your choice, and then Snowflake Village contributes a portion of the proceeds to that designated charity or nonprofit. And so we're excited to, to have Unpacking Ministries as one of their partners. And, and so if you are in the Charlotte area and, and want to uh, still get a Christmas tree, head on over to Snowflake Village, support them, support us, and, and make sure you get a real tree. you got to get a real Christmas tree. So just want to thank them for, for all of their support. And really, this podcast is all about Christmas. Not really about sports today. This is a, a ministry for sports fans, but all of us, we still got to experience Christmas. It's the most wonderful time of year, and really, it's the, it's the most wonderful time of year because it's Christmas and because this time of year in sports, it's hard to beat. I mean, there is game after game after game. I mean, I've got to balance Christmas activities with family get-togethers, with games, with the, 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 the recap of games. I got a DVR certain games so I can watch later, but then there's another game on live. And so do I watch the live game or do I watch the recorded game? <laughs> it's been absolutely nuts, but it's so much fun uh, to, to be able to just celebrate and, and look back on the year and on the podcast today, I'm going to have some fun. We'll talk Christmas movies, Christmas music, some of my Christmas traditions. Uh, I'll let you know my, my favorite Christmas movie ever and, and and before I jump into that, though, I had a really challenging and interesting conversation with my brother the other day. And so we got together. My, my parents made lunch and we ended up baking some cookies and, and just got the family together uh, before Christmas, before some of the craziness, just to have a, a nice afternoon of, of fun. And, and so after lunch, my, my brother and I are, are sitting at the, the dinner table discussing Christmas. And, and he knows that, that I absolutely love Christmas. And, and both of us love Jesus, and, and both of us you know, are so thankful that, that Jesus came to earth. And not only was he born, but he lived here, died, rose again, which is the key. He rose again from the grave, and now uh, it, it offers us salvation and eternal life and invites us to, to live eternally with him. And so we're both in agreement with that. But we had a discussion about, you know, the meaning of Christmas and what's going on and, and how even we as followers of Jesus so easily get caught up in everything else that surrounds Christmas. And so I'm as guilty as anyone, and he knows that because I love watching Christmas movies. I love listening to Christmas music. And, and so the, the, the question becomes, what's really different uh, about our Christmas as a follower of Jesus and believing the truth that, that Jesus came to earth, he, he was God, fully God, fully man, and, and so grew up to, to you know, be Jesus the Savior. And so we celebrate that, but how different is our season, our attitude, our craziness, our perspective compared to an atheist who's just celebrating 
a secular holiday, and it's called Christmas to them as well, but their whole focus this time of year is gift-giving and, you know, just hanging out and, and having fun. It's another reason to, you know, party or, you know, positive as being with your family, but all the other things that, that we get wrapped up in, but they just do that and they're just celebrating Christmas. It's a holiday. They don't really think about the spiritual faith side of things. And so it was very convicting to me, though, just to, to consider that in my own life. Am I really just like everybody else this time of year, or am I taking this, this time of year seriously in that I'm, I'm taking time to pause, to really spend time in God's Word, thinking about you know, what really took place during the, the, the story that we, we end up reading at Christmas, but it's just the story of Jesus, but it gives us an excuse to really read it and to think about it. And so I say all of that because before I jump in and have some fun talking Christmas movies, which I still love, but the challenge to us is to not make that so much of the focus that we miss out on on really taking the time to be different this time of year, to actually represent what we say Jesus comes with and for, which is he comes with peace and joy and love and grace, are we living that out even in the Christmas season? Or are we just as big of a jerk standing in line at checkout, not letting a uh, you know, person skip us or we're fighting over the last item and I think of Jingle All the Way, but you know, you, 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 what, are we just like everybody else? Are, are we so caught up in spending more money than we have and, and racking up credit card bills? Are, are we so busy like everyone else that we can't even be present or in the moment with our family to to actually recognize you know how our family members are doing and, and to be in the moment and to experience uh you know just the the genuine relationships that we can have with those we celebrate with or is it just about okay yeah I'm gonna spend two hours with this side of the family and then well we gotta go off to the next thing and and we don't even really enjoy the 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 the, the time or really just enjoy what's what's at the core which is love and and family and and hopefully pointing each other toward Jesus through all of the the things that we've made it become with Christmas right it, all the other stuff can be secondary to really embracing the 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 love that that Christ has shown us and the joy and the peace that we sing about we love joy to the world it's a great song we love all the new renditions but is it really evident in our life and so I wasn't initially going to uh, to do this podcast and, and give a, a mini sermon there, but this is a this is a sermon for myself. This is what I am convicted by, and and so I just wanted to share that with you. But I'm not I'm not giving up the Christmas traditions because there's something special about the consistency each year. It brings me back to my childhood when I think about Christmas. It reminds me to be fun again. So so often during the year, you, you just get so caught up in. In, in adult responsibilities and having to pay the bills and, and you know wanting to work hard, that at Christmas time, it's just nice to sit back and, and pop on a Christmas movie and drink some eggnog and relax and, and just enjoy life. And I think that that can be honoring to God when we enjoy Him, enjoy life, enjoy all the many blessings that He's given us, but not celebrating creation more than we're celebrating the Creator, and not cel- you know, celebrating gifts more than the gift giver. And, and some of these cliches that we hear, but we don't always really take to heart. 
And so I, I hope that you'll join me in the challenge. And so thanks to my brother. I didn't like hearing it in, in the middle of it. But I think he just brings up a good point. Are we different this time of year? Or are we just like everybody else that, that doesn't care about the spiritual side? Because the thing is, for some of us, we pretend like we care, but then our actions, our attitudes don't really represent when we say, oh, yeah, Jesus is the reason for the season. We can say with our words, don't take Christ out of Christmas. We can say all those things, but does it really reflect in what we're doing? And even going back to the, the sports side of thing, are the games taking a larger priority? Am I more consumed with my fantasy team? One team's in the championship, one team lost in the Final Four, but am I more concerned and consumed with that than I am with enjoying people, enjoying life, having fun, being filled with joy and peace, or am I more anxious about my fantasy team? So again, it's convicting to me. So uh, just wanted to share that here on the uh, the special Christmas edition podcast. And and so let, let's jump into kind of the, uh, the, the, the fun part of all of this with that as the foundation. Is that fair? Is that cool? All right. My first thing, I'm all for the real Christmas tree. And, and there's just something about authenticity and, and having something genuine versus something fake, right? Now, I've got allergies, and so it's questionable, and I understand people with allergies, you want the fake tree, but go get a real tree. And if you are going to get a real tree and you're in the Charlotte area, go over to Snowflake Village, check them out. And uh, we got our tree there this year again, and it's awesome, looks nice. And uh, I love decorating the tree. It's just so fun to put on ornaments and, and remember, again, my childhood, and, and it just triggers certain moments or places that we've been in the past, my wife and I, um, and, and just pictures of over the year, you know, our first Christmas together, our second Christmas together. Seems like my mom gives, <laughs> gives us an ornament every year. So we've got, we've got, okay, we got our third Christmas, our fourth Christmas. I think this is five or six for us, because uh, I guess when we were dating, we had one as well. But, uh, but anyway, I love putting up ornaments, and what's so funny, and, and I have no idea why this tradition started, and that's what makes traditions great sometimes. You don't always know, don't always know why they start, but do you remember the, the movie Rescuers Down Under, which is not a Christmas movie, has nothing to do with Christmas, but there's a, a character in there called Bernard, and, and we have a little ornament of this little guy, and for whatever reason, my, my brothers and I fought over this, this, this ornament, whoever got to put him on the tree every year. And so somehow when we all you know, moved off to college, I ended up taking that Bernard, and so every year I put that on the tree first, so I get to put it on our tree, and then I send out a picture to the family saying Christmas can begin. Bernard is on the tree. <laughs> and so it's so ridiculous, but you got to love it. It's just, I don't know why, but I got to do it. It's part of the tradition. You got to keep up with it. So, uh, so that gets everything going. But what I do enjoy this time of year is the, the excuse that the season gives you to go out and experience, whether it's a, a concert. We went and saw for King and Country and Zach Williams in concert. Really fun time. Some Christmas songs with them. Or, or going to see a, a movie. You know, life gets so busy during the year that sometimes we, we just don't even enjoy just each other or our wives or our family. And so just saying, you know what? Yeah, there's a Christmas concert. Yeah, let's go. Oh, should we go see a movie? Yeah, why not? And so it just, to me, it, like, it just encourages us to, to go have some fun. And so I love that, uh, that part of it. And so a few weeks ago, uh, we, we went out and saw Home Alone in the theater, okay? So this movie came out, I don't know, 20-some years ago. 
and early 90s. Gosh, it's been a long time. So it, it was the theater with an orchestra for all the music in, inside the movie. You, you know, it's a, it's a wonderful, if you really listen to the movie, dun, 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 all of that was done live by the orchestra. So we were at the theater. So like where, where plays are done, this was the actual movie on a screen, but the music came from a live full orchestra. So you saw the violins and the trumpets and the drums and the, the, the piano and all that sort of thing. It was really neat. And so that, ki- that really kick-started some of the, the, the Christmas festivities. And, and I got to say, Home Alone it ha- has got to be in my top five favorite Christmas movies. There, there's no question. But I always go Home Alone 2 over Home Alone 1 because there, there is more action in Home Alone 2. There's more uncertainty in New York City. I mean, you think about an eight, nine-year-old in New York City. I mean, I, I went as a 20-some-year-old, and, and I, I was beside myself, and I was with a couple friends, and, and I, I, I was overwhelmed by New York City. So I know it's a movie, but still, it's fun to think about a nine-year-old running around, staying at Trump Tower and eating the pizza and, and, and going to uh, the, uh, the, the toy store, Duncan's Toy Chest. All of those kind of things are, are so much fun. And uh, or I guess he stayed at the Plaza Hotel, but then uh, I don't know. However, Trump ended up in the movie is hilarious. So it's, uh, it's just a riot of a, of a movie, but, but number one is still very solid and it sets up for number two. Uh, but two's better. All right. So, so anyway, so I saw this orchestra, highly recommend it if you ever get the chance to see something similar. And, and so let me run through though, a, a couple other Christmas, I guess, thoughts this year. And it hit me this year that, that Christmas lights are fantastic and, and, and people that are willing to decorate their home and, and just basically say, Hey, we're in, we're in for Christmas. We, we want to, you know, let everyone know that we love Christmas. Hopefully the, the underlying part of that is, hey, you know, we love Jesus too. The lights are great, but, but now we've seen the fake lights. Have you, have you guys seen the, like, the little thing that they put in the yard that, that just shows lights on their house? It, like, displays the lights. It's totally fake. You can't be doing that. It, like, spins around. So I'm sorry if you're listening and you do that. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I can't support that. I'm not in on that. So that's one thing. And then all the blow up, the, the blow up stuff has got to go. It, it's too much. It, it's too much. Stick with the lights and maybe you get one, you know, little somebody in the, in the lawn, whatever that is, a reindeer or something. But, but to have all these blow up snowmen and, and all that kind of thing, I, I don't think it adds to your home. Again, stick with the lights. All right. So that, that's one thought. My other thought, Hallmark Christmas movies. And you're probably thinking, oh, yeah, they're the worst. No, they're not. They're not the worst. And too many guys are walking around criticizing their wives for watching all the the Hallmark movies. And you know what I say? Sit down and watch one with them. It's not that bad. But here's the key. You've got to pick and choose the good ones. You can't just just watch the the 3 o'clock in the afternoon Hallmark movie. No, you got to be strategic. You got to know that the best ones... They debut on like Saturday night at 8 p.m. And now these are not, you know, box office hits or blockbuster hits. No, they're solid made for TV Christmas movies that for the most part either have a a special message, a, a cute story. It's heartwarming. It's refreshing. It gets you in the Christmas spirit. It's a lot of fun. 
Those are the ones you got to watch. And for me, I'm partial to, to the Full House characters. So Stephanie from Full House, she, she, we watched that one last night. It was great. It was a new one this year. She, uh, her mom was like uh, the, uh, the home cooking show star, like Martha Stewart type of thing. That was a good one. The one with, uh, with DJ Tanner from Full House, she, she played like two characters. They were twins, but it was just her. Uh, that was a good one. So I'm not watching every Hallmark movie. And, and my wife, she'll watch some of them on her, on her own. Um, while I'm watching sports, but, but I can, I can jump in for, you know, two or three during the season. So stop being a tough guy and acting like, Oh, I'm not watching Hallmark movies. All right, come on. Well, then you watch four Christmases, you watch Fred Claus throw in a a Hallmark movie. So that's kind of been my, my strategy. So I I encourage other people uh, to do that as well. Um, Here's something that I've been wrestling with during the Christmas season. Like I said, I love tradition and I love the classic Christmas songs. And what I mean by that is the, the song that is most well-known. So the version of the song that is, you know, White Christmas, Bing Crosby. That's the best White Christmas song, in, in my opinion, but it's the one that probably gets played the most. Now, other people do White Christmas, but I don't always love the remakes, you know, it's some of them are okay, but it's hit or miss. But I like to stick with the classics. And so if I find a good one, I'll roll with it. But, but, but very rarely, it's hard to find. So I love just listening to all the, the, the best hits. Now, when I can find an artist that, that understands what a Christmas, an original Christmas song is, and they create their own, then I'm in. So think Amy Grant for him. Uh, I like Darius Rucker's Christmas album. Um, some of the, you know, Mariah Carey, she came up with her own Christmas song, and it's taken off, and I don't think anybody's tried to redo that one. Um, all I want for Christmas is you. But those are originals that maybe haven't been around 50 years, uh, like some of the classics that we're used to that we hear in the movies and all that sort of thing. But I think it's hard for artists to come up with original Christmas songs. A lot of times, they just sound like a normal song, and they're missing the Christmas feel to it. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's just a difference between a Christmas song and a song about Christmas or a song about the holidays, and, and an artist is forcing it. I, 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 it's hard. Like, I think, I think it's such a fine line between a Christmas hit or being willing to listen to an artist, you know, make up their own song, or, you know, original songs uh, that are new, you know, that are fresh. So initially it's hard unless, you know, year after year you start listening to it. Then at that point it can become a hit. It can become a classic, but it takes a little time. I'm not all in right away. Very rarely. You got to kind of earn my, my respect when it comes to a, a great Christmas song. <laughs> Is that fair? You know what I mean? But let, me, let me know your thoughts on that one. I'd be curious to hear your thoughts. Bryce at unpackingit.com. So uh, a couple of quick traditions that, that, we've incorporated that I've carried on from my childhood. And so it's still just my wife and I right now. And so I, I hopefully when we have kids, we'll be able to incorporate these and continue these. But the, the first one is this, you have to run down the stairs Christmas morning. If you have stairs, now, if you don't have stairs, just run from, you know, the, the bedroom to the, the Christmas tree. I think it creates a level of excitement and buildup and anticipation because I'll still sit 
at the top of the stairs and then run down. Even though I know what's, I, I put the, the gifts underneath the tree. I, I know what's under there. But I want to recreate some of the Christmas joy from my childhood. And so I run down the stairs. Now, it's a little slick with the, with the wood. You, you got to be careful with the wood. So you, you either go no socks, you have to hold the socks in one hand, and then run down the stairs, and then put your socks back on, because it can get dangerous. Now, especially growing up when you have two brothers that you're fighting with and elbowing, that gets dangerous. Somebody always cried. That, that was, we always started Christmas in tears. And so that was part of the tradition. That's one that I'm ending. <laughs> That's one. At least I'm going to attempt to. I'm going to try to end that one. Sometimes my wife makes me cry, but you know, not normally when I'm running down the stairs. <laughs> um, but, but anyways, that's a good one. The other one is this. We'll eat Pillsbury cinnamon rolls. Pillsbury cinnamon rolls, and here's what we do. So I'm from Swedish descent, and there's a, a cheese called Bundes cheese. We put cheese on the cinnamon rolls, and it's fantastic. It is, it is such a great treat that you, you start, you, you know, run down, get your coffee, open up uh, the, the stockings, and then at that point, you almost want to jump right into the cinnamon rolls with a little cheese. So the sweetness and the saltiness, they, they blend together to create such joy in your mouth. It's incredible. It really is. So it is, if you've never tried it, and you could try other cheese. We, we're partial to the Bundes cheese. It's kind of a, a great Christmas cheese, uh, whatever that means. We just get it at Christmas. And that's when we eat it. So it's, still, it's delicious. Actually, we eat it all month because thankfully my, my parents get, get, get us this whole cheese wheel type of thing. It's, it's phenomenal. So that's one of my favorite uh, <laughs> traditions. And then my other favorite tradition that we started is we watch the Polar Express Christmas Eve. And every year it just it, it, it gets you in the, the, the Christmas spirit. And Tom Hanks is so good in that movie. It's so well done. Uh, it just it captures the the, the childhood fun of of christmas so i love the polar express and so we always wrap up christmas eve uh watching that movie so that leads me into my my favorite christmas movies that i try to watch every year including a couple that i like to rotate so you know some some of the movies you you want to jump in every once in a while and so for me that's Elf. I can't do that one every year. I like Will Ferrell. I like, I like Elf, but I can't do it every year. But Christmas Vacation, every year I'm in. Um, I can do uh, Fred Claus and Four Christmases uh, here and there. Uh, Four Christmases I probably could do every year. Uh, but Fred Claus, I, I watched for the first time in a, in a couple of years. Really good movie, but not necessarily an every year movie, but still one of my favorites. Home Alone, Home Alone 2 top five you know I, i'll put them on one line but but they're in every year christmas vacation in every year but my favorite christmas movie is the santa claus with tim allen it's so good he it's just the the number of one-liners that that are in that movie and the fact that it still holds up and even though it's so far-fetched and but they just created the, the whole santa claus story that you know they just they created what it was like for Santa to take over. I just think it's so clever. And, and then for him to go through the changes with his physical appearance, I, I thought was really cool. I, and, and I still do. So that one does it for me. And I like all three of them, but the original is still the best. And, and, I, and like I said with Home Alone, I don't always say the original is the best, but with the Santa Claus, one is the best. And two and three are, are probably about the same for me. They're both good. Um, 
the the one with Jack Frost and Martin Short it gets a little weird at times, but overall, I, I like all three of them. So those those are my favorites, and it's just always fun to to watch those those each year. All right, I'm gonna wrap things up here on the the Snowflake Village Christmas special unpacking it podcast and really appreciate you joining us we'd love to know some of your christmas favorites and and your thoughts on the christmas season and each year i I also try to you know just find a couple topics within the christmas story to to focus on and and the one that seems to to continue to pop up for me is joseph and and so focusing on joseph this year so i'll share kind of what what's been laid on my heart and and here, you know, Joseph is, he's all set to to marry Mary and finds out that his, you know, soon to be wife is pregnant and it's not his baby. So he he's ready to move on and he didn't want it to, you know, be bad. So he, he was gonna resolve to divorce her quietly and and you know, just kind of move on. Well then he ends up having a, a an angel appear to him in a dream that said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the one conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. And so I just, I just relate to, to this story, not only the, the power of that story, but, but also in our own lives, that there are times where, where God asks us to do something that doesn't make sense. It's not what we initially wanted to do, it's you know it hurts our our feelings our pride our expectations you know Joseph wasn't anticipating going into marriage with a baby that he wasn't counting on that that wasn't part of his plan but 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 for us we all experience this but are we willing to be faithful when God clearly indicates and maybe it's not an angel in a dream but there are multiple ways God communicates with us and we just have to listen but he he speaks to us at the very least in his word but there are there are other ways that, that when we're alert he can even speak he can even speak to us through the movies that we watch and the songs that we hear if we're if we're in tune with God's spirit but in this case Joseph you know heard from the angel and and ended up recognizing okay yeah I'll stick I'll, this is what I'm supposed to do and he ends up staying with Mary and is there by her side and and is you know Jesus's earthly dad uh, and, and with Mary as his, uh, as his wife. And so for us today, as we think about Christmas and you hear that story, as we go into the new year, is there something that God is asking us individually to do that seems out of our comfort zone, that seems difficult, seems challenging, but we know it's what we're supposed to do. We know that it's God's will. We know that it's in his plan and it's, and it's the path we need to take. And we have to overcome the fear we have to overcome even some disappointment and ah that that's not the way I saw this going. Nah, that that wasn't my expectation. That wasn't what I was anticipating and and going for it. I know I've experienced, you know, similar type stuff in my life and it's always rewarding to look back and see God's faithfulness, to see his goodness through it and to know, yeah, that's what God wanted me to do. He made that clear and he he was faithful through it. Um and so I hope that that's that's an encouragement to you. So a, as much time as we spend you know, watching movies and, and listening to Christmas songs and all that this time of year, we just got to spend some time in the Word and being quiet and still enough to say, all right, God, what do you want to show me this time of year? What do, you, what do you have to teach me? Now, we should do that all year long, but different seasons. You know, the summer presents different atmospheres, and, you know, we're on vacation in the summer, and, 
We, we can be at the beach, and there are ways that God can, you know, uh, speak to us during those times. But this time, it's Christmas season. There's a spirit in the air. People are wondering, you know, wait, why are we celebrating Christmas? Whether they admit it or not, at some point, they have to wonder, wait, how did Christmas start? Even if they're not, you know, believers or they're not going to church, they have to wonder. So a lot of times, we just have to tell them. We have to tell our neighbors and friends and family members that, that, that don't know Jesus, we have to tell them, yeah, Jesus is real, and all these years later, we're still celebrating his birth because it matters. It changed the course of, of history, and then personally, it's changed my life. And so we can share that testimony as well. To say, yeah, Jesus has changed my life. This baby that was born is real because he's evident in my life, and he has transformed me from who I used to be to who I am today. And as I follow him, I, I experience real joy, hope, and peace. And so the challenge to us then, are we really following Jesus? Because if we are, then we will experience joy, peace, and, and patience, and kindness, and the fruit of the Spirit that, that comes as we, uh, as we follow. So that's my encouragement to us today. Uh, hopefully you had a little fun thinking about Christmas, and, and hopefully uh, just a message of, of hope as well. Uh, as we as we anticipate uh, all that God can do in us and through us this time of year, heading into the new year, what's in store? It's an exciting time of year. It really is. Uh, I know it's hard for some dealing with with certain stuff as well, uh, and so we uh, we want to comfort those people, have compassion for those people, empathy for those people as well. Maybe it's you listening. Um, I know this time last year was really really hard for me, um, so I understand that. Uh, as well. But, but this, this time of year also, I, I'm able to experience so much joy because of the memories that I have of Christmas. And, and for you, if you have bad memories of Christmas, you know, maybe it's time to establish new memories. And it's not all about the gifts either. People that get caught up in the gifts, come on. Um, that's not what it's about. But, but the act of, of giving and, and opening and all that can be fun too, um, as, long as, as long as we're taking the time to really soak in the moment and soak in people. Uh, during this season. And, and of course, the, the most important person to enjoy and embrace is Jesus. And so that's the message of today here at Unpacking It. Man, we're sports fans following Jesus, getting off the sports talk a little bit, but this is my, one of my favorite things to do. I've been, I've been doing a Christmas show ever since I was in college uh, and always had fun with it. We probably were a lot more goofy back in college, but, uh, but for many years, uh, I haven't done it every year, but I try to at least do a, a Christmas special and, and talk about some of my favorite Christmas uh, activities, movies, music. You got it. So uh, we'd love to know your thoughts. Bryce at unpackingit.com. Again, we thank Snowflake Village. Check out snowflakevillage.org. Uh, click on the link actually in the show notes. Uh, we greatly appreciate you uh, checking them out and uh, let them know that Unpacking It sent you. And, uh, man, we're, we're off uh, for, for a little while before the, the new year, and we'll be back with, with new podcasts, new content, new devotionals. We've got a really exciting year in store. Can't wait to see what God's going to do. Uh, if you want to support our ministry, we greatly appreciate your donations. Year-end gifts are huge. It allows us to really plan well for next year, knowing that we've got the support uh, of people like you uh, financially, as well as prayer partners and uh, just people that want to help this ministry grow so that we can continue talking sports, faith, and life, and a little Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Thanks so much for joining me here on the Unpacking It podcast, the Snowflake Village Christmas Special. Good tidings we bring to you and your kin. Good tidings for Christmas and happy.
Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We